When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the show and go with Jimmy and Drew on SEN. Hello, hello and welcome. Hello and welcome hello. to the show and go. Hello. Hello and welcome to the show and go. My apologies for that one there. How are we this morning, Drew? G- I don't know. Jimmy, at some point, we've got to get on top of these tech issues. Seriously. <laughs> we've got to work yeah. out how we actually turn our mics on. But, mate, I'm, I'm good. I've, uh, again, had another big weekend of rugby and um, kept up, finished it off last night with the Waratahs and uh, the Rebels at home at the SCG, uh, but plenty on, plenty to chat about. Not so much to chat about across the ditch, though, unfortunately. Absolutely not, mate. What is going on? They've, uh, they have cancelled all the games in New Zealand because of COVID. Well, bar one, bar one. Mo- Moana Pacifica was actually a catch-up game with the Chiefs. Um, that one was played over the weekend, but otherwise, uh, COVID has struck again over in New Zealand. Jacinda Ardern, Auntie Jacinda. It's just keeping a pretty tight ship over there. She at some really point, is. she really is. At some point, they have to look outside their country and see the rest of the world have started to move on with it a little bit. It, it, I don't know how they are surviving without any rugby going on. <laughs> look, it, it is a lot. It, it does mean a lot to them. It, you you know it well. You and I, you know it very well, mate. Well, we've got a huge show coming up on the show, we do. show today. James Slipper, how good's that? 100 games for the Wallabies, 100 games for the Reds before he moved down to the Brumbies, and we've got him on the show and go today. Yeah, he's a, he's a front rower, of course, but he fancies himself as a little number 10, so we'll be chatting about that, actually. Yeah, I saw some some very slick balls out the back last night from him. Uh, we're also going to have a look at the Wallaby squad, which is announced today, the first Wallaby well, squad of the year. Not our, not the Wallaby squad. A we're, Wallaby we'll be squad. projecting, because, of course, it won't be... Uh, it, it's announced at 12.45 mm-hmm. uh, this afternoon, so we won't... We're not privy to that type of information, um, no. but we'll at least have a crack at it, give we'll, a few we'll, of our we'll opinions. We'll give it a nudge. We'll give it a nudge. I'm, I'm interested to hear who, who you've got up your sleeve as a bolter in there. And we've also got Jamie Roberts, Welsh Jamie Roberts, international, British and Irish Lions, current Waratah, joining us for a chat a little bit later. Yeah, and also just uh, he and his partner just have a, had a little second child uh, through uh, the week. So Jamie's actually going to be uh, calling through from hospital, just okay. nursing his little daughter there. So uh, big, big from him to step up and do that. But, of course, we'll wrap up the Six Nations with Jamie as well as Chat Waratahs. Huge. Huge action Huge. overnight and over the weekend for the Six Nations uh, uh, finishing up this morning. But we'll go into that when we get to it. Absolutely. And if you've got any questions, text us through on 0457 736 736. That's 0457 736 736. Drew, that brings us to our tight five this Sunday in rugby. The top five stories in rugby kicking it off. Wallabies squad, first squad announced today. Yeah, I mean, look, some people are probably a little bit surprised to, to, to learn that there's going to be a squad announced today. It's going to be 40 players. It'll be 40 players go out to a camp in, on the Gold Coast for three days. And I think a lot of this would be introductions into to one another, first and foremost, and if they're, if they're a new member to the squad, to the coaching staff and the setup and the environment, but also introductions to the way that they want to play, the calling systems, the patterns and the structures, because... 
as we know, there's a hell of a lot of Super Rugby Pacific to play between now and the English series coming up. Uh, but what Dave Rennie and his coaching staff don't get a lot of chance is to have their hands on this Wallabies team before they get into camp, before that series. So we've just seen England. They've just finished the uh, the Six Nations. They've had they have that kind of run run into to the series um, down under here against the Wallabies. So we don't have that. Um, so there'll be a, I, I would I would think there'd be a series of these mini camps um, just to acclimate into the environment and uh, and also just get a bit of look. It'll give a chance for Dave Rennie to have a look at a few players that probably haven't been on his radar before. But probably, I would think also, probably a chance to give a bit of a rocket up a, sub, a couple of players that may have been there previously, that okay. maybe aren't in form at the moment, that may not find themselves announced at 12.45 today. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing that squad today and seeing who is sitting where in the pecking order one year out from a World Cup and some exciting rugby being played and some exciting young players coming through as well. I think it's going to be a really interesting squad. And next up, Drew. Yep. French Grand Slam. France, take it out in the Six Nations. What, a, what? Twelve years. How good was that rugby this morning? Yeah, look, it was It was really good. These guys are hitting their straps. Um, they, they are, in my opinion, now. They're, 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 they're the, the ones team to beat. To beat right? 100%. I, I, I threw out a little tweet and people were like going, oh, there's other people might have a thing to say about it, like uh, South Africa. Who, who had a crack And I, I said, I, I'm not declaring them winners. I'm no. just saying at this point in time... They are the clear favourites, in my opinion. Were they Kiwis that had a nudge on you in? Oh, line? I don't even bother with I'm some just, of those. Yeah, I mean, you you do yeah. get you do get trolled quite a bit, actually. Well, yeah. trolled, yeah. Trolled. I mean, it's more of a reflection on them than it is on me. <laughs> Bellends. Um, the next one, Waratahs <laughs> over Rebels. It was it was scrappy. It was scrappy. It was scrappy. SCG uh, Waratahs. Oh, Oh, I called this game. I was out there in commentary with Timmy Horan and Sean Maloney and Ross Kelly on the sideline. Yeah, SCG. And uh, look, I, I just don't think, looking at it, I don't know if the Waratahs were really that troubled throughout the course of the match. I think the, the Rebels stayed in the game through um, penalty goals, mm. but their attack is, is, again, found wanting. They're not really putting sustained amounts of pressure on any of the defensive structures and um, yeah, I think whilst, whilst the Waratahs didn't have that ruthless edge and go away with it and kick on. Uh, the Rebels, I don't think, really troubled them, but we'll go through that in the wrap. Uh, absolutely. And uh, otherwise, in uh, in our tight five, Darcy Swain re-signs to Australian rugby. Look, probably not the biggest name or the biggest signing that's coming through, but I think it also highlights the stocks in our locks in Australian <laughs> rugby right Lock, now. Lock, stock, two, 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 two smoking hookers. I, I, two I'm smoking sure. back rowers, I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, look, uh, look. you look at it, Philip, Arnold, Skelton, Holloway's yeah. been good. Luke yeah. Arnsala, Kai Loto, yeah. these guys can play six and, and lock as well. Uh, Fergus Lee, Warner, Rodder, yeah. uh, Swain. So there's, you know, a, a couple of years ago, we're, we're looking we at this no sort locks. of locking position. We had yeah. no locks. and got Rory uh, Arnold in there as well if we want Yeah, him. Yeah, you got Richie and Rory, yeah. So, um, look, there's, there's good depth there. And the thing I like about it as well, like you say, he's probably not the biggest name in Australian rugby at the moment. But that's probably what we've struggled with as well. We're not just losing players at the top end to go overseas. We're also losing the future top players. Yeah. And so we're now sort of, with respect, kind of now re-signing the second tier kind of players coming through um, in, in that Wallaby setup. Mm. Uh, then that, that's a, a promising sign. It's, it's an important position, lock. The second row, it does. Well, they're all important positions. They're all important positions, but I, f- I find that if your line-out isn't going yeah. well or if your scrum is going backwards... It's it's or if it's going well, you look at the guys like Bucky Spoda, who, yeah, who, who you played yeah. with in, at Toulon. Yeah, 
if your set piece is strong, your game is usually built around it. Yeah, Brody, I mean, Brody Retallick as well. I mean, yeah. White, White Lock of the world, Maro Atoje. So at the moment, some, some of the biggest stars yeah. of world rugby are 100%. second rollers, and, and, and rightfully so, because like you say, not only is it line-out time, defensive line-outs are huge, but having uh, that power in the scrum, like apparently, again, I'm not in that position, but okay. there's – not there's scrum, good scrummaging locks as well, right? Like it's not just sort of about sticking your head between the hooker and the prop and yeah. and pushing as hard as you can. There's there's a bit of technique, of course, to it because you know, a lot goes on in the dark arts of the scrum. But yeah, there's there's a, a good depth in good that depth. position. Good yeah. depth. I tell you what, there 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 may be a little bit less depth in the outside back soon with Vunavalu being hunted by Wayne Bennett for the Dolphins. Now, if I'm going to come right out and say it, Drew, what a dud signing. <laughs> Look, and it's a hard one, right? We know what he's capable of in rugby league and what he did for the Melbourne Storm. Um, he hasn't been able to do that so far in his rugby career. I'm going to say so far because he hasn't signed to go back to rugby I league just yet. I've seen him play. He's... he's He's played a couple of games and had some good highlight reel moments, but uh, hasn't been able to put in like a full 80-minute performance. The guy's just so highly strung, in, and I, I mean that in the kindest way possible because he's an absolute athlete. Like, he's a thoroughbred. Like, you look at him, and the veins are coming out of the, the, the skin on his legs. Like, he's in such good shape that it only takes something so small to throw him out of kilter and then tear a hemi, and, and that's what he's unfortunately done for him. And look at... Whilst we just sit there, and I think you're being quite mean, Jimmy, saying oh, he's a dud signing because look. it's frustrating as a player when you just can't shake an injury. He's doing everything he can. He's probably, presumably, he's doing everything I, that I'm his not being medical mean staff. If he's talking to the Dolphins right now and he's barely strung two but, games together, well, I don't think that's being mean. No, I, I think I think you've, his manager's got to do everything he can as his job. He's got to go and see the market. He's got to oh. go and explore the market. He hasn't signed there yet. I think you're. You're, you're treating him as if he's guilty already, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, it's a story to follow. It's a story <laughs> to follow this season. Well, guys, we will be back after the break. If you want to text through a question for Drew, if you want to, if you want to hear some of his most dud signings in, uh, in his career, well, text us on through at 0457 736 736, and I'm sure Drew will get back to you on uh, some of his best ones there. We'll be back after the break. You're listening to The Show and Go with Jimmy and Drew on SEN. <laughs> Back to the show and go. I'm here with my co-host Drew Mitchell. Uh, Drew has played six, 65 or 67 games for the Wallabies, was it, mate? 71, thanks. 71, you. okay, 71, 71. <laughs> I, I, I just like to check sometimes. Well, someone that's got just a couple more than you that we have on the line right now. <laughs> Over 100 games for the Wallabies, actually. James Slipper, welcome to the show and go, Slips. Jimmy Galvin here. How are you, mate? I'm good, Jimmy and Drew. Um, uh, look, Drew, seventy-one's not too bad, mate. <laughs> mate, you want to you want to give me a couple? We can share them, <laughs> average it out. Uh, I'm still going, mate. <laughs> yeah, you Hopefully. are actually, mate. You, you're in some <laughs> fine form, and and look, we know you played your illustrious career with single digit on your on your back in the front row, but last few weeks, mate, you've shown some silky skills. Is there maybe a mate, little bit of a uh, I, intention yeah, to move into number ten? Well, I, I was I was liking that, but um, I absolutely threw Noah, our five eight, an absolute hospital ball on the weekend. So I'll probably be stripped of uh, any of that sort of um, five eight play from now on. Yeah. So just on that, Jimmy Slipper through the week posted something in his Instagram stories, and I just replied with a little hashtag fire half, and he said he rep- Jimmy, you replied, 
Got a treat <laughs> Got a treat for you tomorrow, mate. I said, talk to me. And you wrote, nah, just throwing another pill, hopefully. Look short out the back. Oh, look short, play out the back. Classic play. And now if you get a chance, have a look back at the highlight reel because it'll be on all broadcasts for the rest of the year. Hunter Paisami did not take your little look short at all and ran through and absolutely deck-chaired Noel Olesio. What has he said to you after that horrible ball you played to him? Mate, the ball was perfect. You just got to catch those. Um, you know, I said to Noah, I was like, mate, you got to, you got to obviously take those opportunities. You got to, you got to catch them. And mate, he got hit that hard. I, I felt so sorry for him, but I was laughing at the same time. So I actually don't mind it when when basket hit hard. It's just a smile on my face. Yeah. Hey, Slips, you've uh, you've obviously played over a hundred games for the Reds. How and and you've moved down to the Brumbies, which has been. Such a great move for you. You know, you see, you seem so re- refreshed in in your career while you're down there. How is it when you play against the Reds, your old club and your, your boyhood boyhood club, I suppose? Yeah, it's, look, the Reds is, is a team that I grew up supporting, and obviously I played ten years there, so it's um, it holds a special part of my heart. And every time I do play them, it's a it's a big game for me. Um, it's one I really enjoy, and I, I, I guess in the last kind of four or five years, the the Brumbies and Reds have really. Um, you know, driven a bit of a rivalry there. So most of the games are pretty tight. They're, they're very physical and they turn into a bit of a grind. So for me, it's um, nothing personal. It's just uh, it's a really good occasion for me um, playing against my old team. And, you know, most old players would say that. Whenever you come up against your old club, it's, it's always special. And, um, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. That was almost every weekend for me, the amount of clubs I play for. But, uh, <laughs> Jimmy, what is it about Canberra? Like... When I when I was playing, going there and staying at the hotel with the casino underneath was probably the only thing that I really liked about it. But what is it that keeps players like you re-signing and staying down there in Canberra? Mate, I've absolutely fallen in love with Canberra. I'm I'm a bit of a simple liver. I, I enjoy my fishing and and um, down on the south coast, mate, outside of Canberra is unbelievable. So Canberra's quiet. It's a big country town. Yeah. Um, and it's a real positive for the Brumbies because a lot of players aren't from Canberra. So we come here with no family, no friends outside of rugby. So most of our spare time is spent with the other boys, you know, in the team. So, um, you know, I, I, I reckon it's such a big strength for the Brumbies, Brumbies Rugby Club um, to have all those players acting like a family pretty much. And mate, it's just it's just easy living. Um, it's, it's great people down here. They love their rugby. And, mate, I've absolutely fallen in love with it. Nice. Hey, hey Slips... Uh, the first Wallaby squad is announced today, 40-man squad. Who, in your eyes, should we be looking out for? Well, well firstly, have you got a ticket to the Gold Coast, Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know. So I could be I could be out. Who knows? Um, I think across across the five teams, there's been plenty of players that have stood out. Um, it's, so, it's so early in the year, and um, you know, I guess form comes into it, but also the players that were there last year who did a good job as well. So... Um, oh, I, I, I won't say any players in particular, but I, I, I definitely expect a few new ones. Um, you know, there's definitely players across the five teams that are putting their hands up. So at the end of the day, it's a 40-man squad. So there's a fair few players um, who, who are going to get a, a chance to, I guess, taste the squad um, camp. Hey Slips, you, you you're a stalwart in the in the prop world now internationally. You've you've played at the top level for you know over ten years. Who were some of the props coming through the Australian ranks uh, that that have really impressed you through, uh, over the years, and that um, 
and, and that we should sort of be looking out for as well um, to, to come into the squads and um, because it's a tough position. It's, it's if not one of the toughest positions on the pitch and it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting one to see who's coming through the ranks. But is, is there anyone, I mean, you see guys like Archer Holtz coming through for, for the Tars, really young but sturdy props. Are, are there any guys that we should be looking out for in the front row? Um, yeah, it's a good question. Uh, we, we're pretty blessed at the moment with a fair few props running around. I've got my, like, you got, um, the big Nella, the Tonga Thor from the Reds, who's, who's, who's not old either. He's mid twenties. Mm. Um, I reckon Alan Alatoa is one of the best props in the world as well. But you got young blokes, uh, from the Waratahs. You, you mentioned Arch. Um, we had him down at the Brumps last year and yep. he's a, he's a quality player. But, um, Harry Johnson Holmes has really impressed me this year. The, the tight end for the Waratahs and um, I reckon he'll have a, a, a big year and you've obviously got Angus Bell as well who's who's putting his hand up as well so um, you know I, I guess there's in a 40-man squad there's going to be a lot of props in that squad um, so it'll be interesting to see who gets who gets picked and I guess who uh, who gets the chance to play later in the year because we've got some big tests coming up we've got England coming down in June which is going to be a big um, emphasis on set piece and scrums so um, our front rowers will be uh, working pretty hard at that time of the year. So let's talk about Friday night's game against the Reds. It was your first time you got to play them since uh, you were defeated in the Super Rugby AU last year in the final. Um, was that a nice one to get the get the win on Friday, just to you know, to get one back on them? Yeah, mate, it's always like, you know, as a rugby player, you just want to win games, don't you? And yeah. that's why I play. I, I play for that feeling after, after a win, sitting in the change room and having a beer with the, the boys that are put in. Um, you know, prepared all week and, and done everything they can to get the win. So um, in terms of last year, it was obviously disappointing losing the way we did. But um, at, the, at the same time, mate, every every game's a new challenge. Eh? And um, I guess, you know, the Reds are probably firm favourites going off last year's results that they were the team to beat in Australia. Um, but, yeah, it's always nice to, to get one up on them. And um, I, I think we play them in two weeks, so... Um, it's going to be another tough battle up at Suncorp. Hey, Slips, you, you re-signed for the Brumbies in February uh, to, to stretch over to next year. It's a World Cup next year. Um, mate, lo- looking forward to, to France, you must have been watching the Six Nations this morning as well. Who in the interna- at, at the international level have you got your eyes on uh, for that World Cup as, uh, as some of your biggest competitors? Oh, I think it's hard to go past France. Um, yeah. They just won the Six Nations Grand Slam, and it's they're obviously hosting the the French World Cup, so they're going to be a pretty yeah. hard team to beat at home. Um, and they're a team that you know when they get some momentum behind them, they're pretty hard to beat. Um, I, I, like playing with Drew years ago, I've, I've beaten them by fifty, and I've also lost by fifty to them <laughs> over in Paris. So. Um, I think Drew got a hat-trick that night, too, the one we won. Oh, so, come on, um, stop. It's not about me, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been the French C team or something. <laughs> <laughs> I must have just had a pretty quiet week leading into it. But do, what about – can you give us a bit of a heads up? Have you got something up your sleeve for, the, for your next game? Give us something and our listeners to look out for. Perhaps a nice little trick play again just to put, put one of your backs on ice, a nice floating Harbour Ridge ball or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate, I actually I probably won't be allowed to touch the ball after the weekend, uh, mate. Um, I've got nothing planned yet, but uh, come tomorrow I'll, I'll uh, send you a message, mate. Yeah, we'll nice. come up with a few plays, and hopefully I can get my hands on the pill again. 
Hey, Slips, thanks so much for joining us on the show and go this morning, mate. And uh, good luck for the rest of the season in, in Super Rugby and, of course, your preparations as you go into the Rugby World Cup next year. It's been great to have you on the show, mate. No, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. And good luck for uh, hopefully you get a call today from Dave Rennie. Yeah, hopefully. If not, I'll call you. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh, see you, mate. What, a, what oh. an absolute legend, James Slipper. He uh, he seems like he's in a good spot at the moment, Drew. Yeah, look, he just yeah, exactly. It's the type of guy he is, and and he said it best. He's he likes a simple way of living, and and it suits him down there. He's he's found something. Whatever he's doing off the field, I think is is really important because that transfers onto just being going out there and being able to play your game and. And he's playing with a smile. He looks like he's enjoying himself, yeah, and that—that's yeah. you know—that's a tangible um, sort of th- like thing to see and notice when he's going out there and playing as well. Yeah. Like he's—he's he's in some fine form, and and uh, you know he's he's an absolute key member of that front row for the Wallabies moving forward. You seemed to know the casino in Canberra quite well in that conversation. Well, right? look, all travelling teams, rugby league, rugby union, yeah, all yeah. of them in Canberra, you stay at the Crown and. Underneath the lobby at the Crown is the Crown Casino. Crown Casino. And uh, good memories, bad memories. Gamble responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, guys, we are going to a break with the news. If you want to uh, text through some questions for Drew and his responsibilities, oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. We'll be back after the break. Time now for the Super Rugby Wrap on the Show and Go. Welcome back to the show and go, and it's time for the Super Rugby Wrap, Drew. It's been an interesting week in Super Rugby, actually. It's a a, a bit of a hurdle over in New Zealand, but there's been some good stuff here on home shores. Yeah, yeah, it has. We touched on at the top of the show, Jacinda Ardern and her COVID restrictions, Mm. just really not not playing ball with our Super Rugby Pacific. But um, look, good game uh, at Leichhardt Oval, uh, Force versus the Ndrua. Force get up. 20 to 18. Yeah, Bailey Kunzel. In a tight one. Bailey Kunzel at, at the end of the match. Hey, he's an impressive player. He is, yeah. yeah. He, guys like him, Rishan, Pasatoa, uh, Bailey Kunzel, Kyle Goldwyn, guys that weren't getting the game time they wanted at teams like the Brumbies and then shifted across and um, like finds uh, Leila Wasser as well. The guys getting good game time now and just showing what their value is at the Western Force and playing playing well. But Fiji and Drew, again, uh, just an exciting team to, to watch. But the Western Force... After the siren, get the try, and Bailey Kunzel steps up. Yeah, ice yeah, in his no, veins. It's, it's it's good to see. It's good to see. And uh, I, I tell you what, Fergus Lee Warner back to back to locks again. He's he's pulling it together pretty well for for some consistent performances. But I was quite surprised to see Rijan uh, Pasatoa benched this week. Yeah, that was an interesting one as well. Jake McIntyre getting a start. He's got a bit more experience in him. He's been playing. Uh, he played a little bit up at Clermont. Uh, in the top 14, one of the better sides up there and led them around for a little while. Um, it's it's interesting, right, because the the Rebels did it as well with Carter Gorn at the start of the year. They go with a young yeah. fella, don't back them. They've, I feel like if you go with them, you've got to stay with them. I was really surprised. It can really, I like really we saw with Mac Mason, guys like that, that if you, if you, if you jump off them too soon, yeah. then it affects their confidence and you know we might not see them bounce back. Where is Mac Mason now? He's playing for the Austin Gilgronies he is in too. the MLR. He yeah. is too. And then anyway, we go across the, across the ditch for the only game in New Zealand, uh, mm. Moana Pacifica versus the Chiefs. Thumping. It was. It was 59-12 to the Chiefs. Yeah. It wasn't pretty. Look, it's been a tough start for the Moana Pacifica. They haven't played too many games, disrupted um, preparation through COVID. 
a new team. They're not going to have the depth. They're going to be tested coming up as well because they've got a few catch-up games. They're going to have to play midweek as well as weekend. It's going to so be tough for them. It, yeah, it will be tough. It will be tough for them. So Yeah. Next one Next one up was uh, the, the Brumbies and the Reds, which we just spoke to James Slippery yeah. about then. Um, great great Australian rugby. It's a great yeah. rivalry. As, as That was a good advertisement there. for what we're, we're doing here in Australia in terms of Absolutely. rugby. Absolutely. There's, um, and, and obviously one of the biggest highlights is Hunter Paisami's hit that um, James Slipper re- really lined up. <laughs> yeah, that was a, 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 a big hit assist there from Slips. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're looking good. They're just they're very, very clinical side. Uh, the Reds at the same time, that, that was, they were strong as well. They, yeah. like, both teams had their chances. Um, but the Brumby, like, this year, look, it's four points difference today. Mm. Oh, sorry, this weekend. Last year, three games, no games were decided by more than three points. So there's not much in these wow. between these two teams, and each time they go head-to-head, and, and like Slips just mentioned, they go head-to-head again in two weeks' time up at Suncorp. So Take, Takes the Brumbies to the top of the table as well. Top of the table, Super Rugby table. Pacific. I like yeah. to see that. I like to see that. And uh, we also had the Waratahs 24 over the Rebels in a scrappy game. Uh some highlights for there for me, and 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 I I just feel Will Harrison at fullback's the right decision. It's looking good. His combination is really strong with uh, ben, Donaldson ben Donaldson at ten. Well, they've they've played against each other since they were ten years old. Yeah, and they yeah and with each other and all that. Yeah, yeah, so they've got a good understanding of how one another play. I'm sure they because of that fact as well. They're communicating really well, and they they seem to work in tandem and in unison together in in that ball playing, playmaking role. One will step up and the ball, you know, ball player first receiver and the other will go to second or go wider. So they've just got a good understanding of how one another play. It reminds me of what Bernard Foley and Kurtley Beale did yeah. in, the, in 2014 when they won the Super Rugby title. It, it's it's a similar style of play, having those two ball players yeah. up front that are capable of running the and game. The other thing I like about that combination is you've got a left and a right foot kicker. Yes. So yeah, each yeah. time coming out, like we talk about it so often, when teams score points and come back to receive the kick of the kickoff and not being able to exit their own 22 or their own half. This just gives the Waratahs more options having a threat on either side of the ruck for the halfback to feed as well as obviously the box kick option as well. So there's a lot to like about that combination. Um, still, It's still early days with Will Harrison at fullback, but uh, yeah, a lot to like about that in uh, you know, weeks coming ahead. They will be wanting the return of Michael Hooper pretty soon, I'd say, for the Waratahs. And, and Jakey Gordon still out with an in, injured hamstring as well. Donaldson goes off with an injured calf last night. Angus Bell back spasms. Worrying signs for the for the depth of the Waratahs maybe this early in the season. Well, look, they've got better depth than they've previously had. I, I mean, we, we talk about Hoops coming back and you know, you, you'd be forgiven to sit there and think at the start of the year, Start already looking at what part of the calendars has Michael Hooper come back. But Charlie Gamble has really stood up. He's almost stopped that conversation. Michael Hooper will still come back and get the number seven jersey. But Charlie Gamble has really stood up. And I just like I like the way he goes about his work. He just looks like like he looks like he's living his dream. He, he is he, just he's, smiling. He's becoming a bit of a cult figure. Yeah, well, I mean, when you've got that, that thick must, slug oh, on your on your lip, of course. Yes, but like gorgeous. I just I like his demeanor. I like how he's he's yeah. just he's just Pumped to be there, and he's playing accordingly, and he's just, yeah. yeah, he's doing a really good job. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Well, I'll tell you what I'm excited for, Drew. After the break, do you know who we're, we're speaking to? Who? Jamie Roberts. Oh, the king. The king. The British and Irish line, Welsh international. How many games has he played for Wales? I think, he's I think maybe 94. He's, he's, he's up there, isn't he? I think 94. We've had some absolute troopers on the show today. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to chatting with Jamie Roberts after the break, guys. We'll see you there. This is a show and go on SEN. You're listening to The Show and Go with Jimmy and Drew on SEN.
Welcome back to the show and go on SEN with myself, Jimmy Galvin, and Drew Mitchell. Now we're joined by a special guest, British and Irish Lion, Welsh International, now current Waratah, and that makes me so happy. Welcome to the show and go, Jamie Roberts. How are you, Jamie? Morning, Jim. How are you doing? You all right? Mate, doing well, doing well. I think we owe you a big congratulations and welcome to the world of a, a little daughter that's uh, that's joined us this morning. Is that right? Yeah, correct. I mean, she was born on uh, born on Friday, so um, yeah, just currently sat in Northern Beaches Hospital. I, hopefully, we can get out of here today. Uh, a couple of baby checks, a couple of checks for my partner Nicole, and um, and get home. Uh, it's been a whirlwind couple of forty eight hours, but obviously enjoyable result with the lads last night at the SCG as well, mate. Jimmy, oh, sorry, Jamie, congratulations. And, and also, mate, so, thank you so much for taking the time to jump on and a call whilst you're nursing your little one and you're in the hospital there. And like you say, a pretty, um, pretty crazy last 48 hours for you. Uh, but what about last night's win, mate? What did you make of that? Like up against the Rebels, a bit of a scrappy one? Yeah, I was nervy, mate. Jesus, I mean, <laughs> yeah. when the ball spilled out that ruck on seventy-nine minutes, fifty seconds, I, you know, heart and mouth stuff really. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, it's classic. Um, try and try and try and end the game in that last minute, playing around halfway. You don't really want to give the ball away. You're just going through a couple of tight rucks, and the ball spills out. I think the whole. Uh, Everyone involved with the Wild Tigers had a heart and a mouth. Unfortunately, they knocked on and uh, game over. But look, it was a, it was a. It was a tired win from us. Um, you know, it was quite scrappy. The Rebels, you know, did well to stay in the game. It was, they were really, uh, really reckoned to stay in it. And it was just one of those games. But, you know, I think you, you're involved in those games at some point over the season. If mm. you can win them, obviously, we're pretty pleased with that. Um, and we're trying to bring, you know, we're third in the table at the minute. And, um, you know, the lads are enjoying Third on the table, there's nothing wrong with that, Jamie. And, uh, mate, how are you finding the transition to life in Australia and playing rugby in Australia? I think it was... A pretty big surprise when the news came through that you were joining the Waratahs, but was this always on the cards for you? I wouldn't say always. Um, look, an opportunity came up for the, the Tars, a few of the midfield lads, um, Joey Walton and, and Sessi, you know, had ACLs. Uh, so Darren reached out, um, and obviously my partner's, my partner's Australian. She's, she's a manly girl, and we would do our seconds. Um, so it all kind of stars aligned, really. Uh, I was in contract back home, but, you know, I have to leave that early. Just to come out, you know, I've always been one to, to kind of take opportunities like this, and, and it came around. I was like, it's perfect, man. I get to come to Australia, play with the Waratahs um, under a new coach in, in D.C., um, and have my, have my baby girl uh, out here as well in Sydney. My partner can be around a support network. She can, she can be uh, here with the parents as well, and yeah, here I am. I'm loving every second. It's been amazing. You know, to, I've, I've, I think this weekend has been has been a really memorable one. You know, having our baby girl here and obviously, you know, getting a result with the Tars as well, it makes my trip out here um, worthwhile, you know. Yeah, mate, that's awesome. I know that sleep would have been a rare commodity over the last 48 hours, but have you had a chance to catch up on what happened overnight in the Six Nations? Mate, let's not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was going to be a bit of a sore point. Oh, yeah, Wales yeah. going down to Italy. What is doing, oh, King? Mate, I know, I know, my friend. It's uh, yeah. I mean, I, I was knackered last night, obviously after yeah. after the weekend, and um, so I didn't I didn't get up early to watch it like I've done with the previous games, and just woke up to 
a whole host of uh, WhatsApp groups. Saying, come like come back home, we need you. May I 35 now, mate. Um, the, uh, it's just a disappointment. Look, I, I need to watch a game back. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't watched it yet, but the result's really disappointing, isn't it? You know, it's the first time we've lost at home to Italy, I think. Um, and the, the lads will be really, really gutted with that. But credit Italy, they've been growing, certainly over the last few seasons. And that result was coming. Unfortunately, it's uh, it's been against Wales. Um, and truly, you played in France. I'm sure you're delighted for those lads. Well, I think they've been they've been head and shoulders above all the other teams. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Ireland, Ireland have been impressive, but France just an all court team at the minute. Just uh, the forward power, the pace and power behind the scrum, the skill set, the offload ability is just so impressive. Um, and their age profile and cap profile going into the Rugby World Cup next year is just amazing, isn't it? I think the average age at the minute is 25, 26 in that squad. Sky's the limit. So they've yeah. got to be favourites for next year in France, no doubt. Uh, uh, who, do, who do you think are going to be able to challenge France at their home World Cup, Jamie? Because at the moment, everything just seems to be looking like it's, it, it's pointing. Everything is going in the right direction for France for a home World Cup. Who are going to be able to challenge them in Paris if it comes down to a final? Well, mate, you know, it's some sort of dangerous territory, isn't it? With your favourites and playing at mm. home, it's, uh, out in the quarters. For some, <laughs> for some people, it's not. A, it's not a comfortable. Yeah, it's not a comfortable place to be. Um, but mate, the, the same. The same old teams will show up at World Cups, mate. I speak about Australia. Every time the World Cup comes around, they they tend to peak. They might have a few disappointing years after World Cup, but. They always tend to peak for World Cups. France are the same. Don't count Argentina out. They're always the same. They, they come good at World Cups. Um, whole host of Six Nations sides can complete, mate. And New Zealand and South Africa are always there or thereabouts. So, and as well, mate, the growth of the, the, the um, Pacific sides as well. Samoa, Fiji, Wales have got Fiji in their group, um, yeah. as well as Australia. So, you know, that's going to be a huge challenge trying to get out of that group because uh, only two of those three will. Um, so, mate, it's it's it's, it's all, all the recipes for an immense World Cup next year. But um, we'll see, mate. We'll see if France and France peak too early. I, I don't think so. I think that with their age profile, they they are only heading in one direction at the minute. Um, and, and a lot of the uh, Northern Hemisphere teams are, are playing catch up. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for your time this morning, and mate, congratulations to you. Thanks for joining us on the show and go, and good luck for the rest of the season with the Tars, mate. Yeah, nice and gents. Catch you around. Cheers. Thanks, King. Appreciate it, mate. We'll be back after the break. If you do want to shoot through a question, if you want to ask Drew a question, 0457 736 736. We'll be back after the break, and we'll be talking about the Wallaby squad. You're listening to The Show and Go with Jimmy and Drew on SEN. Welcome back to The Show and Go with Jimmy and Drew on SEN, and it's time to talk Six Nations. Now, I tell you what, Drew, that was, uh, for me, that was one of the most exciting Six Nations that I've, I've been glued to. The standard of footy is incredible coming out of there, and there's some big stories coming out of the Six Nations as well. Yeah, some really good footy uh, in the Northern Hemisphere. Six Nations footy, uh, all of it. It was awesome to be able to just get up, watch it all live on Stan Sport. I know I'm obviously affiliated with it, but it's great to have that access to it. Awesome. This morning I woke up, watched La Crunch. Uh, between France, that's what they were dubbing it. Between Le France crunch. and England, yeah, that was what that was um, marketed as Le Crunch. Yeah, Le um, crunch? I don't know, but it, look, it, it came down to a few Le Crunches. Yeah. Um, look, fr- France were going for the Grand Slam, first one in twelve years, yeah. and England 
were staring down the barrel of consecutive fifth places in the Six Nations with Eddie Jones at the helm. Of course, Ooh. we're going to be facing England here in Australia in a three-game series in July. So, obviously, pretty uh, interested in to see how England are going. Now, England did avoid coming fifth. They finished third on the table, um, equal third with Scotland. Uh, on points differential, they, they got just above Scotland. but. Yeah. Just things aren't going well, and there is a lot of heat. There, there's is media Eddie under pressure. Is oh, Eddie, mate, is they Eddie are under pressure. Under so much pressure, he's he's got the blowtorch on him. Like the, the 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 media have now, like they loved Eddie for a long time, and now they've turned. Really? And oh, can they turn up oh, there in England? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. That uh, he won't be liking that Eddie. But what happened? What what do England do if they sack Eddie? One, what does Eddie do? Two, what do England rugby do? Look, I d- I don't think it will happen. Mm. Um, it is very close to the to World Cup, mm. albeit South Africa in 2018 in March, March the 1st, dumped their uh, head coach and Rassi Erasmus came in as head coach, won, the World, won the World Cup. So it's not too late, but it's unlikely. Yeah. Um, look, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of chat about people being, like, you know, squad members being disgruntled and, you know, I mean, look, that's just the way that Eddie Jones coaches and... I was surprised that he's been there for as long as he has because he can come in. He has good of good effect um, immediately, but then after a little while, the you know the the antics and the and the and the sprays that you cop as a player can maybe just grow grow a bit long in the tooth. Did you did you cop a, a couple of Eddie Jones uh, sprays yeah. in your time? Mate, I, I played a any, game. Any favourites? I played a game at Lansdowne Road, the old Lansdowne Road. Um, showing my age a little bit, but I think 2005 <laughs> against Ireland, and I had a long sleeve jersey on. And I didn't play well in the first half. And I went in at halftime. He's like, Drew, what the are you doing, mate? <laughs> I asked, it wasn't what? And he's like, mate, take your jersey off. No one's ever played a good game in a long sleeve jersey. <laughs> and I was like, oh, but, but. and he goes, take it off, mate. And I was like, oh, like, I didn't really? know what to do. So really? I took the jersey off. And he like, there was obviously a lot more colourful language around that sort yeah. of spray. And then I went out in the second half and I scored two tries. Right. In, a short won, in a short sleeve jersey, in a short sleeve jersey, and he come up and he goes, "See, mate, long sleeve jerseys—they don't work, mate." <laughs> but like, I mean, that was obviously that was a softer one. Like, there's so many stories, and, and players will tell you, like, there's yeah. some, you know, like whether it be just on tours or, or in game situations. Like, he's an intense play, uh, character, yeah. Eddie Jones. But that's yeah. what makes him good. But then it's also what can make him not so good. And yeah. at the moment, the England is sort of seeing the results of the not so good part in terms of the res- perhaps it's lack of response from the players or lack of buy-in who knows but whatever it is it's not going that well for England but tell you what's going well mm. at least for this the last round of the six nations uh, the Italians like they've been they've been under pressure oh, to it's just uh, to even they, hold they were their about to be booted out yeah of the to six hold their nations. spot in the six nations there's been talk of a relegation promotion because there is a second tier European Six Nations with Russia, Georgia, Georgia Germany, Georgia have taken Portugal. That out Georgia are always taking that out, right? And I used to play at Toulon with Mamuka Gorgodze, who's like the Georgian god. Yeah. And he used to challenge the Italians and say, let's play us in like a relegation promotion game. And Sergio Parise, who's the number eight for Italy, he was always like, no, 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 the Six Nations is the Six Nations. We don't need to do that. Um, because, of course, if you subject yourself to it, then perhaps you have to, yeah, you know, you yeah. have to worry about the outcome. I but, think that'd be a great system. But look, 78th minute, uh, Padovani scored a try for the Welsh. It was a great lead-up play um, from the, the Italian fullback. I think it was uh, Capuzzo and just stood up, uh, broke Josh Adams, attempted tackle, got to the fullback, passed it back inside to Padovani and then went right around to the post. So a pretty easy kick to win the game. And 
what I thought was really quite special. So before the game and in the broadcast team, you get asked who you think the, the, the man of the match is before, like probably a few minutes before the end of the match, right? And it's sometimes difficult because there's still a little bit of footy to be played and the game can still be determined at that point. But Josh Adams was awarded the man of the match for Wales. Mm. Of course, Italy won. <laughs> he went and presented his man of the match medal to the Italian fullback who set up that match-winning try How and said, mate, that? you deserve this. That is that is That's like, pretty cool. I just got goosebumps is, oh, yeah, talking so about it. Like I, that's, so yeah, so they, like moments like that, you know, I mean, played in a World Cup final where Sonny Bill beat us and he gave his medal away. Yeah. Um, you know, like it's 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 obviously nice for him to kind of give someone else that moment. But geez, I would have loved to have had that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and, and I suppose one some of the other big news we've got today is the Wallaby squad announcement. Who's your biggest bolter that you think we'll see uh, at twelve forty-five? I don't know necessarily about um, particular bolters. I think, um, like probably around the ball playing, we're going to see some surprises. Mm. I think they might even get maybe Rishan Pasatola yeah, in I there. Think so. Um, I know he got dropped for the, the, the force this weekend, but I think have a look at him. Obviously, Lola Sioux will be there because you won't have Quade Cooper. Um, you won't have Karevi, those guys. You won't have Kirtley. You won't have the, some players that were on the end of season tour last year. Karevi. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So they, they, there'll be a few players that will at least get exposure to that, that environment. Um, I think it's probably going to be more of a – there'll be probably more talking points about who gets left out. Mm. And I think and when I say that, more for – Maybe some players might need a bit of a rocket for, look, you're not being in the form. A bit of an Eddie Jones spray. Yeah, just like you're not in the form that we've come to expect from you and it's probably from those players would expect of themselves. And a bit of a reminder, they'd get a call to say, look, you're you're not in it, but these are the reasons why. Go away for the next period of four games or whatever it might be. Work on it. And when the next Wallaby squad's announced, maybe we'll revisit it. But there's a few – I mean, you look at Melbourne Rebels, for example, Kevin Foote, he's asking more from his Wallabies – Players, you know, the Reese Hodges, the Matt Tolmoors of the world, the Matt Phillips, these kind of guys, like he's asking for more of them because they need to get more. So maybe Dave Rennie's of the same sort of thought pattern and wants more of players like that. May not yeah. be those guys in particular, but what I mean by saying that is players that aren't necessarily stepping up as much as they need to in their current squad environments because every Wallaby, when you go back to your Super Rugby team, you, you, you should lead from your performance. And at the moment, I don't know necessarily if everyone is. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, next week is another big week in Super Rugby land. Friday night, Rebels versus Drua. I think uh, that will be that, that will be a really hotly contested uh, game down there in Melbourne, I believe. Yep. Uh, Force Brumbies, I, I believe you're commentating that one. Yeah, as well. I will be. Yeah, that's, that's a big one over there in Perth in front of the, the Sea of Blue. And then it's, uh, look, another big one's the Chiefs and the Crusaders Huge. across the ditch. Hopefully that one actually. Done, yeah, if, come on. Yeah, watch this space. But then it's Red Stars. Yeah, I mean, Red Stars, oldest oh. rivalry in Australian rugby. It's going to be an absolute cracker. Just quickly, Jimmy, sorry. I just want to say uh, just a little shout-out to Eva Kapani, 50-metre runaway try for the Super oh, Rugby W women's for the Waratahs, but also Mahali Murphy, five tries yesterday against the Rebels girls. Well done, ladies. Yes, indeed. Well done, ladies. That is the show and go for this Sunday. We'll see you the same time next week.